Hello, my friend, and welcome back to another episode of the Tough Love Terry Podcast. Did we like that one better? I don't know. Anywho, today's topic is uh, one that I'm quite excited for. I'm not quite ready to talk yet. I know last week I think I said I was going to talk about um, another experience that I had in Korea and whatnot, but um, something came to me this morning and I really think I want to talk about that. So we're going to do that instead, okay? Um, But you will probably get the other stuff later. Um, Anyways, what I want to talk about today is this idea that feeling is healing. And maybe that's a statement that's already out there. Maybe this is something somebody else has said before. I don't know. It's just like I kind of had to have this epiphany with myself about it. And so that's kind of what we're going to talk about today. Um, So yeah, let's get into it, shall we? jump into today's episode, I want to take a moment to tell you about the new membership site that I just launched. It's called the Beyond the Body membership site and it's for anybody who wants to uplevel their life in regards to body image, mindset, and creativity. You can find out more about it on my website at terryhoffer.com and just click the Beyond the Body membership sign up. You don't have to sign up for it to learn about it, but if you decide to, it's only $8 a month and there will be consistent content in the form of blog posts by me, videos from me, as well as some audio clips of me reading excerpts from my favorite books, in addition to podcasts that do not get published on here. So basically, you are going to get a lot of content that's going to help create a space for intentional learning and up-leveling and helping you become the person that you want to be. All right, so again, that is at terryhoffer.com and just click the link that says Beyond the Body Membership Registration. Thanks, and I'll see you in the episode. All right, so why I wanted to talk about this particular topic is because I was thinking about how, like, about two or three, maybe even four years ago, when I really started to double down on my, we'll call it self-growth plan. Uh, it wasn't a plan. It was really just me getting, becoming more self-aware, really going through my thoughts. And then I went back to school for positive psychology. And you know what? Maybe at some point, even during that course, they even said this to us, but I didn't listen, of course. Like most people, I had to come around to it on my own time, and that time is now, which is why I'm sharing it with you. And I finally realized, like, I think I've been doing all this self-growth, and uh, it just became almost like another addiction, essentially, for me to stop, to hopefully never feel something bad again. Does that make sense? Like I would, if I just learn this thing, then I'll never be sad. If I just learn how to shift my mindset, set appropriate expectations, um, you know, have better conversations with people, then I will never, ever, ever, ever experience sadness, hardship, or heartbreak. And I know that sounds silly because at the time, I would have told you, yeah, like, that's so crazy. You can't do that. But on some level, I really think I thought that. I thought that if I could just master my brain, 
then I'll have it all figured out and everything will be great. And today, I can't remember, I came across something and it said, I'll know I'm at, a I'll know I'm actually healing when I have the worst possible day and I'll be okay because I know it's temporary. And I thought about that and I was like, yes, it's not about prevent. Well, I mean, ideally you want to prevent as much hardship as possible, but like stuff happens, right? You're going to go through shit. It's inevitable. It happens. Things are going to happen. But the thing is, on some level, I thought that if I could just like think my way out of it, use thought work to get out of it, then maybe I wouldn't feel it. And today I realized feeling it is your way out of it. Because my whole life, all I've been doing is avoiding my feelings. Dee doo doo. <laughs> and let me tell you what a fuck up that is. It's like 6.30 in the morning. But it made me, like, I've been thinking about this a lot, how, like, because I'm very aware of my binge behavior, whether it's shopping or eating or otherwise, and I've talked about that ad nauseum already. But I've started to really notice, like, just how much and how uncomfortable I am with certain feelings, like anxiety or nervousness or anger or sadness and the reality is as an empath I feel those things quite a lot because they're not just mine to feel and so I've learned how to numb myself from them and then it's even worse when I specifically experience things like my dad dying like when I was raped like oh sorry trigger warning um like when really bad shit happens to me I just like no, I'm fine. I'm strong. I'm moving forward. And I don't let myself feel it. But obviously, I do feel it. I just will put the pain somewhere else or put the hurt somewhere else into eating, into when I was in Korea, exercising, into drinking for like three months, but I didn't like that, into um, male attention, like whatever the thing is. Now, shopping and mostly eating. Those are the two main ones. Uh, the shopping even, I've kind of like gotten that a bit better in the last year or so. But what I'm starting to realize is like the other day I was driving to work and uh, like somebody honked their horn, not at me, but just like around me. And like I could feel my anxiety just like whoosh, rise up within me. And I was like, have I always been this sensitive and I just didn't let myself feel it before. And I think that is exactly it. I think I've always been more, I think I've been more anxious than I let myself believe. Like, I think I always had anxiety. When I was little, I remember my mom telling me the story about how my, <laughs> the neighbor kids were like picking on my brother. I think I, she said I was like four or something like that. The neighbor kids were picking on my brother and of course, empath emotionally unregulated empath as a child um I apparently went after them with a big stick and was like hitting them with this stick and like my mom said I had nightmares about it for weeks and weeks and weeks because I because I let myself feel something and then I felt bad about it and so after that and then a bunch of other experiences in my life um I didn't let myself feel things 
And then as I got, as the middle child, I wanted it to be easy. And my sister was the one that we called Taz because she would always have outbursts. And so like, it was like, she got to express herself. However, she got in trouble for it. And as a good kid, you don't want to get in trouble. So I tried to avoid doing the things that she did in an effort to not be in trouble. And yeah, it's just wild that this whole time I'm 38 now. And I'm only now realizing just how deeply I feel things. And I'm surprised a little bit that I didn't turn to other things to, well, I guess I shouldn't say that. Like, I, like I'm surprised I didn't turn to like alcohol or drugs or whatever to help me feel the thing or to not feel the things that I was feeling. But what I did was I turned to achievement. I turned to being the best daughter, the best student, the best athlete, the best person, quote unquote, which you can't be that because that's not a thing. But in my mind, I'm like, if I just do this hard enough, then, then it'll be good. Everything will be fine. And then over the last few years and going through burnout and stuff like that in my business, I realized like overachieving just really isn't doing it for you anymore. <laughs> like this isn't great for your body. This isn't great for your mind. This isn't, this isn't what you thought it was going to be. You still experience sadness, if not more sadness. You experience more hardship, if not more hardship. And now you also don't know how to deal with it. And that's when I started to go back to school for psychology because I was like, I can't be the only one doing this, number one, ignoring my feelings. And also I want to learn the tools on how to work through it. And even though I did that, I learned the tools and all that good stuff. I still didn't fully accept that my healing would come from my feeling and getting used to that. And what I noticed the other day when that guy honked his horn um, and I felt my anxiety rise up in that moment. Like I literally could feel from the center of my chest to just like, like my heart raced faster. Like I noticed, I was very noticing or very much noticed how my body responds to anxiety and it's not great. It's definitely very stressed, stressed out. My nervous system is like frazzled, but anyways, but in that moment, because I let myself feel that. I was also able to parent myself and say, put my hand on my heart, one hand on the steering wheel because I was driving, but my hand on my heart and I was able to say like, it's okay, we're safe, don't worry, you're all right, it's okay. And I was able to like parent down the anxiety. So I let myself feel it so that I could take care of it, so I could support it, so I could um, heal it essentially. And that was like, it was such a small moment. Do you, you know what I mean? Like these moments happen and they're so quick and they're so small, but they're incredibly impactful. And I just remember though, after like that guy honked his horn and I was like, oh my God, like, have I always been on edge this much? And, and then I was like, I wonder if a big part, and I remember explicitly thinking like, oh, this shouldn't bother me because I've done all this work on myself. 
Like, I remember literally thinking that in that moment that the horn honked, even though I did the parenting down and stuff. I was just like, these things shouldn't bother me anymore. But that's not the point of healing. Healing isn't that they, things shouldn't bother you. It's that you recognize how they bother you and then respond with how are you going to cope with it? How are you going to move through it? How are you going to take care of yourself while experiencing it? Um, if that makes sense. And it was just such an enlightening moment for me. And I think that's how, you know, most enlightening things happen when you don't expect them to. And when your mind is preoccupied by other things. But it really just made me realize in that moment, as I calmed myself down, I was like, oh, this gives me an opportunity to parent myself. And I was like, imagine if we felt other things. Would that give us the opportunity to parent ourselves? Yes. And so that was like, uh, what, two days ago? Yeah, that was like two days ago. And so now I'm just being very cognizant of when I feel anxious, when I feel like I'm just being more aware of when I feel things. And then I'm letting myself imagine it's like a wave. And so like when I feel the unpleasant feeling and however that feels in my body, I just remind myself that this is temporary. And what would I say to a kid that's experiencing this feeling? Because the thing is, the feelings themselves are going to happen maybe less frequently, you know, as you go throughout managing expectations and so on. But there's still going to be hardships. There's still going to be sadness. There's still going to be all these feelings because feeling is part of being human. Right? And I thought I... And again, I thought I could think my way out of it, but it's not thinking that's going to get me out of it. It's actually the feeling, the feeling of it, and then the thinking of it. So feeling has to come first. Um, so I can think about it because before I would feel the feeling, but I would very quickly distract and feel and try to make myself feel something else. Shame by shopping. Uh, physical fullness by eating. You know, things like that. And then that would distract me from the actual feeling itself. So anyways, that was just a little thought that I had. I know this is going to be a shorter podcast, but I thought it was a very important one to share because I talk so much about mindset and body image and things like that. And here's the thing. I always, I've always said that like body image, bad days don't go away. They're less frequent, but they still happen. It's what you do when they happen that will make the difference with how you move forward. Either you can su succumb to it and, you know, fall back into an old way of thinking. Or you could say, oh, wow, something really made us feel bad about ourselves today. Let's look at what that could be. How can we mitigate this in the future? What can I say to myself to make myself feel better in this situation? And let's recognize where this came from. Right? I always say, get curious about it, but you got to be aware of it first. And like, I've been saying this shit forever. <laughs> I've been saying this literally for the last like five years. But you know, sometimes it takes us a while to come around to our own advice. And so, yeah, here's to feeling so that we can get on to healing. All right. I'll talk to you later. Bye.